What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. Ooh, child, when we get to spring. So we said that in fall, y'all. I'm just going to backtrack because I see we got some new folks in the room. So we're talking about seasons of life. And I was just sharing how I am amazed by nature. And one of my favorite things to always cling to is a tree. I'm just amazed by trees. The fact that they stay in one place, but they flourish in every necessary way in every in every season blows my mind. And so what we started discussing was that in fall, it still doesn't make sense to me, but fall is when things are falling off the trees. And when the trees are changing colors, if you live in that sort of city where that happens, but it's also called harvest. And that's also when we celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, and it's about sharing with others. So I'm like, God, are you telling me that for some of us in the fall, that's when we're shedding? That's when things are are changing. That's when even what we identify as, it has a different look to it. But it's also for some of us, the season of harvest. So what if what we think is being cut away and what is shedding and changing is not really that bad? It's really a blessing because what's falling off is attached to so much harvest and abundance. That's the opportunity you're able to share in the fullness with others. That's the that's the opportunity that you're able to really see the power of your basket piling up. Collect them, collect them leaves, okay? But it's also so amazing because after fall, we have winter. And so in the fall, the seeds are falling off the plants. You know, the nuts are falling off the trees and so forth. And so in winter, what seems so cold and so dark, and for many of us, what hibernation season is, it's also when the seeds that have fallen off the plants and trees have fallen into the dirt. And because it's so cold, the top layer of the dirt gets dry. Hello, anybody just been feeling like, God, where do you have me? My resources are drying up. God, my desire for things are drying up. I don't understand what is happening. God, what season am I in? For some of us, we're in winter. And in winter, the key part of being seeded, of your seed, of having a seed in the winter, is that when it gets deep in the dirt. 
Because in order to get to a, a source of water, in order to really get roots for a plant such as a tree that has to sustain through decades and, and seasons, a tree got to get real rooted. And so what God is telling me is that when we are in dark, heavy seasons, it is not the time for us to try to, to break away. God, take it. God, I don't want it. It is the time to say, God, I'm getting deep in you. God, you are my source. You are the living water that I need to fuel me. You are what I want to be rooted in. You are the answer to everything I'm craving and I'm desiring. And you are the answer to even the lack of creativity, inspiration, and direction I've been battling with, God. Get deep in him. This is the ideal time for anybody that's in their winter. This is the time to fast. This is the time to cut out things that are pleasures. And it's not always bad things. It's just things that you know you do to just fill that void or to distract you or to just give you something to do. It is an amazing time for stillness. To do less, to do less. If anybody needs a great sermon series, if God has been telling you to do less, Stride by Mike Todd at Transformation Church. That series is like, wow. Wow, God. Yeah, Stride by Mike Todd from transformation church yeah that's it that yeah that part right there and so the beauty about winter is how deep you get in god how you start clinging to him for everything how you know he is your source and even when you can't see a way out because remember this is when it's dark and it's heavy and it's the dirt you're still getting what you need in that season because at that point of getting rooted, you don't you don't need the sun. You know, you're in the dirt. But then spring comes around. And guess what? This sun come out. Oh, hey, Mr. Groundhog. What? It's time. Daylight savings is lit. Literally. <laughs> Weather changing. Things blooming. Oh, it's, oh, it's popping. But crop top season. Cover up, ladies, if you're single. For the married ones too. Mama don't mind. I wear a little crop top. Do you boo? You know, I've been doing my ab work, core, get it tight. And so in the spring, though, that's when you start to see things sprout. I know if you live in DM in the DMV, you see the cherry blossoms, you know, things opening back up. Yes. This is the time the sun is essential. Cause you know, you start to sprout a little bit. And the sun, the same source that had you in the dirt, we have to remember that was the living water. The sun is what helps us really sprout up out that dirt in the spring. In the sun, y'all know what sun we're talking about now. Not the S-U-N, we're talking about the S-O-N. So no matter what season you are in, guess what? The Holy Trinity that we believe in as Christians is going to get us through every single season. Because in the spring, when things start to, to really bloom, you know, you haven't blossomed yet, but you've bloomed. And you start to see a little sprout. That's when it's like, oh, Jesus, send the rain. And the rain going to come. The rain is going to come in your spring. The rain is when you just start, like doors are opening. And it's, it's doors that's just enough for you to handle. You know, just enough for you to handle with what you have right now. But right when you get to that point, y'all, summertime. Y'all know summertime. Cookout season. What? For some of us, graduation, vacation. Like, we're making moves in the summer. Okay, it ain't dark till about 8, 39 o'clock. We got a whole, whole day to get turned up. Summer is when it's like full blossom. Let's go, God. Like, And this is when I believe God is sending so much 
so many open doors. It's just like boom, boom, boom. boom. You feel like you get so much done in, in the summertime. I don't know if it's because the sun is just energizing us or if it's because the sun is shining longer. So it seems like the day is longer. But summertime just seems like a lot get done. It's like those three months of summer seem like it just fulfills you for them other nine months of the year where you back at work or you back at school or the weather just weird. It's like those three months, you really get a lot popping in those three months during the summer. And so that is really the time where we know that when we were in the dirt, it was the water, which is the living water from God that helped us to just really get rooted. And in the spring, it was the rain that helped us sprout. We start to get a good groove on what God has us working on. The assignment is making sense a little more. We're moving just in alignment because we're rooted. We're still fasting, still praying, still disciplined about our word and our prayer. And so when we get into summertime and things get real booming, real busy, and the heat comes too in the summer. <laughs> yeah, hot. Hello. Talk about it. That's when that wind is necessary. That's when that wind is sustaining you. And we know who the wind is. What? Hey, Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit is what is carrying us through. The Holy Spirit is that fresh wind that just reminds us because things will get so booming, so busy, so blessed in your life that you will be like, God, how can I sustain this? But you'll remember that in the winter, I got rooted. And then in the spring, he watered me. And now in my summer, when everything I asked for is at my feet, I cannot forget. And that's why the Holy Spirit was sent to us to convict us, to remind us, and to really set us where we need to be to know even when it's booming, even when it's blazing in all the right ways, remember who your source is. Remember who your provider is. This is not the time for you to get full of yourself because your winter body now that's showing, getting okay, looking cute in the summer. This is not the time for you to think as you. <laughs> this is not the time for you to forget who God is and why prioritizing Him matters in every single season. Because summertime is when I just know God is just like allowing us to just see, wow, this is what it meant when I was buried. This is what it caused me when it was a storm and it was raining. This is what I'm going to get because in summer it's in full bloom. And then guess what? The cycle starts all over again and now it's fall. So some things got to change. For some of us, we had a real back on some things that were so busy because we can't consistently sustain a summer pace when it's fall. Hello, I hear you, Jesus. We cannot sustain a summer pace when it's fall. Now is the time to really take a take account and have accountability. What do I need to cut back or who do I need God to add to my team in order to sustain what he's given me? Because in the same way fall is when things are shedding is the same way as harvest. So maybe something new is being added to grow or maybe God is shifting you in a new way. But y'all, these seasons God has us and we really have to take heed of. We cannot always want to be in summer. <laughs> we cannot always want to be in fall. We cannot always want to be in winter. And I'm speaking to myself because I have been in a continual season of just like, keep your head down, isolate, study my word, pray fast, like limit any distractions or really anything I find pleasure in, limit it. And now I'm just feeling this unsettling feeling of like, God has me to do something new, but I'm still unsure about what that new thing is. And so I'm like, got to get out of winter to get into spring, but I don't know what rain going to come with the spring, okay? <laughs> and Malcolm and I even talked about that this morning. Like, it's amazing to be Christian and to really walk and to know God, but it does get to be clear because I'm still a babe in the faith. I'm being 100 with y'all. 
I get scared about what persecution or what trials and tribulation are going to come with obeying him. I'm like, oh, I'm just getting cool with this. Like, I'm just getting that fire every day to read and to really have fervent prayer, God. Like, oh, what's coming? But I have to continually remember what Deuteronomy 31.8 tells me. And Takira, I know you can relate to this. It tells me that he is with me. It tells me he's already gone before me. It tells me he will never leave me nor forsake me. It tells me I do not have to be afraid or discouraged. I'm so grateful that God, knowing he gave us his DNA and his Holy Spirit and his authority and a power, we we can still be scared and he's still be with us through that. He's not saying you'll always be comfortable in what he said you do, or you'll always be fully confident. You, first of all, should never be fully confident in yourself <laughs> with anything God had told you to do. Because <laughs> if you're fully confident in yourself, circle that back to Jesus. Like, is this you or is this my ego? Because this sounds good and it's going to help people, but is it you? Because this look real doable in my eyes. <laughs> so yeah, circle back to God. But y'all, we're going to get into the scripture today. God that took me somewhere else. He he wanted to speak to me. He said, you need encouragement right now, my daughter. I'm not going to wait till you get to the breakdown stage. Should have crying your eyes out. What's going on, sobbing? I'm going to encourage you right now. So I thank you, Father, for encouraging me. And I appreciate everybody that stayed in the room because that was really God just talking to me. Thank you, Jesus. Today's scripture is in Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. And it reads, but small is the gate and narrow. Whew. Whew. Small and narrow. Yes, God, I hear you. And difficult to travel. The path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. Let's read that again. Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. But small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel the path that leads to the way the path that leads the way to everlasting life and there are few who find it okay i'm gonna get that a third time (laughs) matthew chapter 7 verse 14 but small is the gate and narrow and difficult to travel the path that leads the way to everlasting life and there are few who find it so this is one of those scriptures I read and I'm like, Lord God, it's small, it's a gate, it's narrow, and it's difficult. So not only does my waist have to get snatched to get in here since it's small, it's a gate, so I need a key. And then it's narrow, so that means everybody can't come with me at the same time. And then you say difficult, so that means it's going to take a level of wisdom I can't get in a textbook. Or through life experience, it's something I can only get from you. So it's small. Let me get my body together. It's a gate. So I need to know the key or maybe it's a passcode or Lord, if it's a fingerprint, Jesus, let it be. Okay. And then it tells us narrow. So everybody can't come. And then it says difficult. So it's nothing that you can do in your own power. Oh God. This is y'all. This is the path that we are called to travel, but this path leads to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. Anybody want to be the few? Anybody want to be the few? Hallelujah. Call me, Father. I want to be the few. Hello. The good thing about being a few is we don't really know what this number is. 
<laughs> because according to God, when it comes to counting and numbers, he does his own thing. He doesn't follow the same arithmetic we, we grew up. You know, one plus one does not equal two. The same way some bread and some fish did not equal him feeding 15,000 people. You know, he's just not a God that is about adding things up. He's the same one that told the woman, go borrow as many vessels as possible from your neighbors, call on them, say, I need some mason jars. You know what? I'm trying to do a Pinterest project. I need some mason jars. And as long as you pour from any vessel that's in your temporary temporary possession, the oil will flow. That don't make no sense. So God is telling me as long as there's a source, there will be a resource. He is the source we went to where he told us to go in obedience and got the resource and now there's flow oh jesus hallelujah y'all some things gotta be in order for us to stay on this path <laughs> because to travel the path thank god to try y'all it's a path it is a journey that means that every day that we live and breathe there is something god wants to cut there is something God wants to reveal and there is something God wants to provide because he tells us it's small, it's a gate, it's narrow and it's difficult. So that means that in all those areas of your life that God is doing his work, his pruning, his preparing and his cutting, God is making sure that you can stay on the path because he know where the path is leading you. The path is, is leading you to experience miracles, to witness holy supernatural blessings the path is allowing you to have legacy the path is allowing your last name to still have power and just so many great things attached to it even when you leave because it tells us everlasting life that means what god is calling you to do which will require you to change and to cut some things will be a blessing once you're not even here once you're not even here, it says everlasting life. And there are few who find it. I don't know exactly what it will cost each and every one of us in our individual lives to find that path. But I just know that in his word, he has direction for you. I just know that in your prayer time, he got a word for you. I just know that in your fasting, oh, he got a blessing for you because he tells us there are, there are some things you can only get from praying and fasting. <laughs> some things will only be unlocked from prayer and fasting. So what have you been cutting out so it can be small? <laughs> what have you been seeking so you can get the direction you need for the gate? Like what gate he has you to go to? And what circumstances or people need to be removed? So you can fit because it says narrow. Everybody can go. And how are you sharpening your spiritual muscle? So that you can be so keen on God's direction and voice that when it's difficult, you still know what to do. So you're able to be a game changer. So you're able to be a witness to his way making power. So you're able to testify while you're living about his goodness and his glory. And you're now experiencing him. God is popping and he has you on a path that's set just for you. Not based on what anybody else did. Really not even based on your path, but it's going on your past, but it's going to work together. All things work together. God is not stopping what he wants to do in your life because of what you did. You can shut down that lie from the enemy right now. Oh, God, not going to do that because you did this and that. 
confess it, call it out, let it go. Break the bondage, <laughs> break the bondage in your confession and trust in God. He is so faithful. He is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now let's get into this prayer. Father God, thank you so much. Oh, we praise your holy name. Lord, we worship you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that there is nothing that can stop your love for us, Lord. We thank you. You use every means that matter in our life to remind us who is on the throne. Even when we start to get caught up in our own natural sight and what we see or don't see, God, you are intentional about everything you set before us to bring us to your feet. You are the living water, Lord God, that keeps us nourished. You are the sun that helps us grow, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are the wind that helps us just get a break, get a breeze, get a refresher. Thank you so much that you were so dynamic, God, that you wrapped yourself to come down here. The son, oh my God, the son of God, Jesus, we thank you so much. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for your blood. We thank you that even though you didn't want to bear that cup, you still did it. You did it for the glory of God to be known, for the Holy Spirit to be left to us, for the power of all you have to be felt in miraculous ways. And we don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. We don't overlook it. We don't bypass it. We don't discount it. We count it all joy. We celebrate you. We worship you. We desire you. We cling to you. We crave you, Lord God. We want to be radical about you no matter where you have us, Father. Even though some of us are still early in our walk and we're battling between what the world has set us up to be like or to even believe, Lord God, please transform our minds like you tell us in Romans 12 too, Lord God, so that we can be renewed, Lord. We don't want to conform to the ways of this world, even the ways of this world that look good to us. There are some things people are doing in a speedy pace and we're like, oh, I want to be here. I want to get it like that. But if it's not what you have for us individually, Lord God, please remove it. Take the scales off our eyes. Allow us to put blockers up so we can stay on the path you set for us. Your word tells us it's small. It's a gate. It's narrow and it's difficult. And it's for us to travel and it will lead us to life. But only a few of us get there. So give us discernment to know what separate us from the many to be the few. (laughs) We want to be the few that's on this path. We want to be the few that experiences you. We want to be the few that has everlasting life, even beyond our earthly lifetime, Father God. Let what you do in our walk, Lord God, not just be limited to our story, but let it be a blessing for those that come after us, Lord God. Let it be an answer prayer for those that are before us, Lord God. And we thank you so, 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 so much that you never leave us, that you never forsake us. We thank you that even through the fear and the discouragement, you tell us not to be because you have already gone before us. And even the before that that you've done, you're in it with us too. (laughs) You have everything covered. Help us to know that even when it's unsettling, if we just take a break and pause, Lord God, to wait for the clear instructions you have for us, you will lead us on the way. We want to steward the time, the resources, the talent, Lord, and the tasks you give us so we aren't going to rush to the next thing out of the lie of there not being enough time or this only being the right time for we know that time means nothing to you. 
You make it all work for our good and you provide every need in the same way you sent ravens to feed Elijah is the same way that you'll send unlikely resources to provide for us too. Thank you for your power, Father God, and thank you for your love. In the mighty, mighty, undefeated, loyal name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. First of all, we just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else just feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement. Okay. To see it through. So I just pray that this touched you. This bless you. This has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app be sure to subscribe rate and share it with somebody else that need to get lit for the lord and let's keep it up y'all we've been doing this staying disciplined staying hungry and staying at the lord's feet hey reach out send your prayer requests send your praise reports and connect with us on facebook instagram and through the mobile app we love you over here y'all stay plugged in